Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. It's just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. A real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to welcome you all to the morning show where real talk happens. It's your girl Soy bringing you stimulating conversation to the new nation. It's always a joyous occasion right here in the cafe. I want you to drink on it, think on it, and let's talk now. You see, it fully means I am, therefore you are bold, beautiful, intelligent, amazing, and even your insecurities and inability to be tested, then rested, while you are real talk with soy. Welcome to the cafe where you can always unapologetically be you. How many places and spaces can you be in and people can you be around that you can unapologetically be yourself? That's real talk right there. Think about that. Where can you unapologetically be you? And you know the myth about that being you, you know, sometimes people say that, well, you know, that's just who I am. I've always been like that. Well, that may be. That may be the case. You may have always been like that. But you can always evolve and grow and take things to the next level. You can always shave off some things that are not working for you, you know. As we um, take this plight into this new year of 2020, we're always thinking about how we can do better, how we can improve things, you know. It's, it's February, so we're still early. People are still trying to lose weight and make these changes for the new 2020 year, you know, this decade of vision. People are making changes. And uh, so you, you can evolve. Yeah, that may you may have been that way, but if you decide to change and shed off some of that luggage that's holding you back um, and creating havoc in your life, you, you can do that. So think about that. Think about that. Unapologetically be it yourself. Find your greatness. Be great. That's all I say. Just be great. Be good. Be great. You know, it is um, February, right? The season of love, the month of love. And not only are people celebrating love, we're also celebrating our heritage, Black History Month. Why is it just a month? I asked myself that. But I had a guy here in the cafe with me who's going to give us some answers to that. So I want to welcome to the, to the cafe, y'all, this is amazing guy who is um, originally from New York. He's here in Atlanta. He's been here since 2004. And he is in the cafe with me. 
I want to welcome to the show Mr. Michael A. Carson. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Soy. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's chilly here, right? I wasn't expecting it. Wasn't it like this? It's, it's, it's chilly here in Atlanta. That's how it's going. And I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, they talking snow today, so yeah, it's kind of chilly down here. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, celebrating um, Black History Month and, um, you know, like you said, just enjoying this time, the month of uh, happiness and joy and love and, you know, just enjoying myself. So, Michael, um, I'm going to share with the audience um, what you've done. Um, because I, I want them to know about the material that, that he has put out. Well, he's got a couple of pieces out. He's been recognized for quite a few things, but he's here on the show today to talk about a book that he's offered. And I think it's an amazing project because in the book, um, it is designed to demonstrate and to show that for every day of the year, there is something about our heritage to celebrate. And, uh, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that. We're going to let Michael get into it in a minute. But um, I, I want him to tell us how did Black History Month get, get started? Because I think it should be longer than a month. You know, I, I think it should be longer than a month. So glad you have that project out. But how did it get started? Um, well, recognizing um, the accomplishments of African Americans, it started – uh, in 1926, with um, it was called Negro History Week, and it was a commemoration launched by historian uh, Dr. Carter G. Woodson. Um, he chose the month of February to coincide with and pay homage to the birthdays of President Abraham Lincoln um, and Frederick Douglass. He credited the two with uh, ending slavery in America. So that's kind of, he was the first person to bring forth like a, a weekly celebration during the year to celebrate the accomplishments of African Americans. And it, it began that year in 1926, and it kept going until uh, 1976, the bicentennial year celebration, and the federal government kind of um, – recognized it as Black History Month in, conduct, in conjunction with, you know, that bicentennial year, the 200th anniversary of America. So it started out as Mid-History Week, and it was a two-week period. No, it was the second week of February, and then it expanded to Black History Month. Correct. Correct, yes. So, Michael, you mm-hmm. took it to a whole new level. Yes, I took it to a whole nother level. Uh, what inspired me actually was my 10-year-old son. Um, you know, he's currently in the fourth grade, and 
back about two years ago when he was in the second grade, when he came home from school, you know, I would ask him, who would you learn about today or what did you guys discuss with your teacher? Uh, and he would tell me uh, people he learned about, you know, he learned about the Revolutionary War. He learned about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and those guys. But, you know, in school, they weren't really teaching him about African-American heroes and um, the things that African-Americans accomplished. And, you know, they weren't talking about any accomplishments made by African-Americans except Black History Month. So I kind of wanted to change that because I went back to when I was in school and we didn't really learn anything about black heroes either. We just only learned in February and the only people that I really kind of learned about was Martin Luther King, uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, Rosa Parks, but that's pretty much where it ended. You know, um, once February ended, I kind of felt like the history lesson was over, and it's kind of like, I, you know, see you next February before you learned about any kind of unsung heroes that came before us. So what I initially did was I wrote my first book. It was uh, strictly on inventors. It was African-American inventions that changed the world. And then I got into my second book once that completed, and the title is uh, Today in African-American History, which features every single day of the year, different events and accomplishments made by African-Americans. And I, I even included the leap year day, so it's 366 days of historical events and accomplishments. Every day, Mike, every day, day of the year. Yes, ma'am. Every day. Yes. Oh, well, yes, ma'am. Michael, so today is February the 8th. What significance happens on February the 8th? Uh, yes, with, us, today being, mm -hmm. with today being February 8th, okay. Looking at the book, uh, let's see what occurred on this date. I tried to capture at least four events on each day. So for February 8th in history... Um, I go back to 1960. Um, two things happened on that date. Uh, jazz trumpeter and singer Louis Armstrong was inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame and awarded a star on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, Armstrong was foundation. He was the foundation of an influence of jazz, shifting the music focus from um, collective improvisation to solo performances. So he was kind of like the guy who brought jazz to the forefront. And uh, also on that day, Harry Belafonte was inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame also. So, you know, he was one of the most successful pop singers in history. And he popularized the Caribbean music style with an inter international audience. Uh, he did that in the 50s, so... Those two guys were recognized on today. Um, in 1986, on February 8th, Oprah Winfrey became the first African-American woman to host a nationally syndicated show on this day. And um, 
you know, she has gone on to be one of the highest rated um, television programs of, you know, in history. So Oprah started her talk show on this date. And um, the last entry I have for today was a singer, um, one of the most celebrated singers of the 20th century, Marian Anderson, was inducted also into the Hollywood Walk of Fame and awarded a star on Hollywood Boulevard. So it was four significant events that occurred on this day, and that's kind of how the book is formatted. It just highlights different events and accomplishments on each day. Michael, what kind of, um, I'm sitting here thinking, if, if you mentioned earlier that um, you tried to cover at least four, and I'm thinking, like, how, how did this man begin to do this research to gather this information? And, and how, how did you validate it, you know? Well, the, the research was really tough. Um, when I initially started, uh, it was kind of like a blank slate, and I wanted, I felt it was very important to to gather these facts and and put it in a book format. So, I spent a good ten straight months in the libraries, and I got my hands on any book I can find on African American history, and that covered significant events. So that was my first task. I had to find events that were, um, you know, accomplishments and exciting. And I gathered up everything I can find. Then my second, it was like a, putting a big piece of a jigsaw puzzle together. And I had to um, find an event. Then I had to find out if it was, a, you know, facts because, you know, I had to make sure it was correct. And then I had to um, find out exactly what day it happened on. So it was a tough task. It was 10 months of straight research. And the book that I wrote is kind of like a combination of about 50 books on African-American history. And um, I condensed it into an important piece where you can go on any day of the year and kind of pick and choose what happened on this day. And it's just actual events and accomplishments. You know, I didn't leave anything out. You know, anybody you consider important figure in African-American history is in this book. And a lot of unsung heroes who you probably never heard of also. So it was a lot of research. I was happy when I finally got it accomplished because it was a lot of work. When, when did you finish the book? When, when did you finish it? Uh, the book, I finished it in um, 2019, in November. 2019, it was officially released. Oh, okay. So when did you stop the research? I'm trying to see if Obama is in the book. Is he in the book? Yes, Obama is in the book uh, several times. He um, he has several entries in the book. You know, he's, of course, the first African-American president. Um, and he has a lot of other entries. Uh, for example, he's the um, he was the fifth African American senator since Reconstruction, and um, you know he um, uh, uh, President Obama has a lot of firsts. 
So he's recognized for whatever date it happened on or occurred on. Um, and we can't leave out, you know, his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle Obama, also. She has several entries in the book as well. Okay, okay. And uh, do you think um, going forward that, that you would do a different, um, like, second and third edition of this book? Um, that is something um, my wife and I have talked about, uh, doing a third edition. We would probably wait a couple of years um, because I'm, it's going to be a lot more events and accomplishments that occur over the years. So that's something possibly in the making, you know, a second edition and perhaps a third edition uh, after that. I, I think that would be awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure, figure out how I can make the book. I'm, I want to get, I want to be mentioned in the book. So by the time you get to the second or third, definitely by the fourth, I should be in there somewhere. I, I'm sure oh. I can do something. I'm sure I can come up with something great to make the book. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's, let's, what's your show, Soy? You're doing amazing things already. So you have my word. You will be absolutely one of the entries if there's a, another edition. <laughs> All right. Y'all heard it on the air. <laughs> so we both have a commitment. <laughs> so that's the edition. And I have to work hard enough to get in there. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. So, Michael, let me ask you this. In the midst of you doing um, this research and finding all these amazing um, things that African-American people have done, what has um, what has pierced your heart the most about one of the entries? Like, was it a certain day or something you discovered that really impacted you in a certain kind of way? Yeah, there was a uh, an entry um, that was uh, something that's kind of unknown by a lot of people. And uh, one of the entries listed in the book was um, actually an inventor that uh, came about in the 1960s. Uh, 1969, there was an inventor named Marie Van Britten Brown. She invented the world's first home security system and closed-circuit television back in 1969. And, you know, she was revolutionary in bringing the home security system to what it is today, as we know. You know, ADT and all of those companies that are around today are using technology she did 50 years ago. And it's kind of like it's a shame that no one really knows her name. And, you know, she was one of the pioneers of bringing home security systems and closed circuit televisions to what we know as today. There was another entry in the book that was uh, kind of mind blowing that I never knew. And uh, it was for a lady named Louisa Harris. She was the first woman drafted into the NBA in the 70s, and I had no idea that there was uh, 
an African American woman alone, a woman that was drafted into the NBA. She was drafted by uh, two teams, the New Orleans Jazz and the, um, I believe it was the uh, the Hawks. It, it was two teams she was drafted by. So that was kind well, of mind blowing. That happened in the year of 1977. And uh, I'm sorry, so draft. There, there were women um, basketball players then? Yeah. Women there was, yeah, she, she unfortunately, when she was drafted by those two teams, and I'm sorry, the team was the New Orleans Jazz and the Milwaukee Bucks drafted her. She was one of the pioneers in women's basketball, and she was that good. And um, the only unfortunate thing was she turned down the um, the draft, and she did not enter the league. But that was kind of an important time in history because if she did join the league at that time, she would have probably changed the NBA forever. But once she declined the draft, there was a rule change to only draft men at that time. So, Bluetooth, disconnected. Bluetooth, Harry. So, Bluetooth. Uh, actually, what do you think? Um, it's it, it's um, you inspired um, me when I first learned about what you've done, and and especially once you shared with me how you went about doing this. How how was this? material impacting um, other people around you, like your communities? Um, where else are you putting this information out besides Amazon? Well, um, this book, well, both um, publications that I authored are available in 12 African-American museums across the country, um, in the United States, and two museums in the United Kingdom. Um, I've partnered with these museums, and it's available in their gift shops, so their readers, their visitors can take something away from the experience. Uh, so it's offered in these museums, and in my community, it's uh, funny you ask, recently I um, partnered with State Farm Insurance, and we visited a local school here in the Atlanta area, and we donated 250 books to the entire fourth grade class of this school. And um, wow. it was an amazing experience because the media was there and um, the uh, the whole event was documented and we uh, even made the front page of the paper. So I felt that that was, uh, that was uh, truly a blessing and uh, it was just an amazing experience. That's and awesome. I also... You know, do- and, and- I'm so happy and I'm so proud. 
connection with them. So kudos to you and um, and the powers that be that um, align the things for that to happen for you. That's awesome, Michael. That's awesome. And so you were going to say, what else, what else did you do? What are the great things that you do? <laughs> oh, uh, also in my community, and special thanks to my um, State Farm agent, um, for uh, partnering with me. Her name is uh, Natasha Jocelyn. Um, we donated those books, and I do a Barnes & Noble book signing at the Snowville location um, maybe about twice a month. The, the book has become kind of like a bestseller there, both publications, and uh, we uh, are actually going to be there today, and uh, we – we invited all of the uh, fourth graders from that school to come to that location, and just, we're just going to have one big celebration. You know, we're going to be doing gift card giveaways, and we're going to be, you know, um, talking with them and their parents. We're just bringing awareness around Black History Month and all of the heroes that came before us, and we just want to um, make this information you know, public knowledge, you know, it's not really discussed or talked about the other 11 months of the year, but we just want to make sure that people are aware that African-Americans contribute to this society and the world. And, um, you know, we have contributed greatly to, um, you know, past, present, and future. And, and give the address of where this bookstore um, acknowledging signing is going to be for those in the Atlanta area who like to attend. Uh, sure, it's going to be at Barnes & Noble. It's at the Shops of Webgen, and it's 1350 Scenic Highway in Snellville, Georgia. And, and, Michael, where can they get a copy of the book or get more information about you and the amazing work that you're doing in our black community? Sure. Um, the book, you can purchase the book at um, Amazon.com or um, a Barnes & Noble location. You can, um, to get in contact with myself, you can uh, reach me at uh, – my Facebook is uh, Michael A. Carson, and, um, you know, that's the best way to contact me as far as um, having a dialogue or if you have any questions or if you're interested in making purchases or if, um, you know, you want me to, to speak at a, an event or a school, um, that's the best way to contact me. All right. Well, <clears throat> y'all, he will also, I'm going to be doing an, um, an event at Heritage Ball, which is the end of the month, at the Marriott Marquis downtown Atlanta. And one of the sessions that I'm doing is going to be on that Saturday, I believe it's at 2.30, in which we will have um, authors there, um, quite a few other authors that are going to be there. So if you want information about writing a book, get started, publishing, that kind of thing, um, Follow me uh, on my Facebook page, Coffee Talk with Soy, on my website, Coffee Talk with Soy, or um, on the uh, or on Michael's website. So you'll have it. But there'll be flyers there with information. So if you have an interest in writing, 
um, of being inspired, come and be a part of a room full of other people who have done some amazing projects such as that. So check that out, check that out. Well, Michael, I wish I had more time, right? I wish I had more time. I really have enjoyed having you in the cafe. So I thank you so much for hanging out with me and sharing this information and um, just being a light to people. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I had a great time myself, and um, I look forward to seeing you at the Heritage Ball. That's one of my favorite events of the uh, entire year. Uh, I was there last year, and I look forward to seeing you again this year. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, and and, um, shout out to you, and thank you for being brave. I mean, so many people out here have gifts and talents, and um, um, just afraid of stepping out there. But um, one of my favorite persons has um, this amazing quote that says, change Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek, Barack Obama. So get out there and be the change. Be the difference. Make a difference. So if Michael can do it, you can too. So get out there and be great, y'all. Be awesome. Love on people. You know, love on people. Life is too short. And um, live on purpose. I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Coffee Talk with Soy, your new, new, new morning show. It's new. Every week it's new. I love it. I just love this show. <laughs> I really do. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.